Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Listen to These Nerds. Uh, today, we will be continuing the one-shot in uh, Breakfast Cult, which I have called Breakfast Cult 2, a Cultar Boogaloo. All right, uh, so today, in our merry cast of couple people, uh, we have, starting on my right... Uh, hey, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing guy, Young Guy Zed Zhao. I'm John, I'm going to be playing uh, Tamari Jun again. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm going to be playing Benjamin Benji, Tal Benjamin. Hey, I'm Allie, and I'm going to be Tavlene Monroe. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing the role of Troy Kaiser. And yes, we have another special guest. Everyone welcome my good friend Allie. Woo! All right, so uh, for the sake of the uh, for the sake of um, Alida, who's coming in, uh, we are going to stop this pretty to start this pretty much immediately where our last one shot left off. So. Tavlin, uh, you had went to the uh, Occultar High Wakeathon, and suddenly you wake up and you've lost about six hours of time, and there are Foundation personnel all over the school. Yep, I was crunk uh, and not in a fun way, so I was <laughs> everything. Yeah. So turns out you so you start asking around. Most people tend to give you some uh, variation of yeah, what the fuck happened. Uh, but you do see that the Foundation is bringing a couple people, mostly uh, Benji, Troy, Jun, and Guy, into various sort of side rooms in the medical area. Well, no, I, I disappeared oh, yeah. forever. Yeah. Because I, I, I had to go throw out all his very illegal drugs. So, right. they, so, so they found only the illegal drugs. Right. Also, I walked off as well because I had some important business to take care of in the um, cooking faculty. Yes. Well, they, they came to the kitchen to find you. So they're yes. like, wait, where's Troy Kaiser? They're like, cooking club. And yeah, they find Troy's massive figure hunched over, carefully slicing a tiramisu. You've had to deal with Foundation goons before. They basically just come up and say, Mr. Kaiser, would you please come with us? I just stare at them silently, and then when they're uncomfortable enough, I go with them. So, and yeah. I also offer them slices of tiramisu before oh. I leave. They will take the tiramisu. We're getting really mixed messages here. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm going to say that between all of the Foundation personnel milling about... Oh, you do also see two other people. Uh, Rin Tanaka, another classmate of yours, and Mary Susan Fleetwood. So, between all of the sort of hubbub, you've got maybe a couple minutes to ask all of them some questions before the Foundation does talks to them. Alright. <laughs> Alright. I guess you're in the kitchen. I was, yeah. So he'll be showing, so Troy will be showing up late. Basically, who's the person closest to me? Uh... <laughs> what? What? I'm gonna say that would be... Jun! Alright. Hmm. Jun, what the fuck happened? Demons. Demons? Demons. Uh, explain more? New Jersey? Explain more? <laughs> <laughs> um... I forgot, I'm from Jersey! <laughs> <laughs> um... I didn't get the whole thing, but basically... Uh, who was it? Who, who screwed up? Dexter? Uh, Dexter. Yeah, so... Dexter did a thing, there was a portal, demons showed up, drugged all the punch, and then I beat them up and they left. Demons with drugs? What kind of drugs? Mmm. Doesn't matter drugs? Mmm. Uh, shrugging drugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a lot of shooting. Uh, you wouldn't actually have heard that. No, it was underground. Yeah. 
I didn't hear any shooting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we could say that you went to the you went down and investigated the thing and found a bunch of like spent shells. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, well, what you also hear is uh, Mary Susan just being absolutely irate, screaming about how Guy owes her a new phone. Like, oh my god, it's so unfair! Like, why does he just get to throw it in the hell mouth? Where is he even? And Rin is like, uh. Bed, please. Rin's covered in ooze. If yeah, I remember it. Rin's covered in ooze and just looks so completely done with this. I got too many questions. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I can say that you can talk to one other person. It looks like the, the foundation people are starting to get themselves. At which point, Troy also arrives on the scene. Yeah, and they, yeah, they push me into the room, and I just look around at everybody for a moment before going over one of the walls, leaning against and folding my arms. So, uh, the people that you can talk to are, that you haven't talked to already, are Benji, Troy, Mary Susan, or Rin. Not getting the Sue guy. Mm. Uh... Mary Susan thinks she's an anime character. Yeah, and she's very genki. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't want to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> not many people do. <laughs> Alright, what do you look like? Uh, you're not, a uh, guy isn't there. Guy isn't there. I'm the only one who's not there. But for future references, this is to make sure. Oh, I remember that. Very punk. Okay. Very punk. Classic punk. Clearly edgy and trying too hard. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's evil, but, uh... Benji. Are you covered in slime? Oh, that's a good question. I don't believe I'm personally covered in slime. <laughs> um, you did root around in uh, Dexter's slime cabinet, though, so I'd imagine you probably got stuff on, like, the, your cuffs and stuff. I've got peripheral slime. <laughs> Alright, give me the scoop. What's the demons? What do you know? Uh, demons, yeah. Um, so, Dexter opened a portal to another dimension, another reality. This isn't really my realm of expertise. Demons came out of it, uh, roofied half the school, and, um, yeah, that's about it. And then we stopped it somehow. What was his name? The historian? Some some other kid came in clutch, wrote a bunch of things. Oh, uh, that was Alec Alhazen. Alec, I gave Alec a whole bunch of really hopped up energy drinks. He went on a complete bender, carved a bunch of arcane symbols into the wall with his bare hands, and then shut the portal. At this point, you actually see Alec. He's being like carted in a stretcher into like one of the like like resting rooms. What are you making? What am I making? <laughs> what did you do to him? To Alec? Yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, you're not supposed to drink more than one at a time. <laughs> I hadn't really expected that. Uh, but I, could, I can give you some later if you want. You want to try it out? Alright. So at this point, um, the Foundation people start uh, coming around and they're like, uh, Mr. Mari, room one. Mr. Kaiser, room two. Mr. Sorry, what is Benjamin's, Benji's last name? Ben no, Benjamin. Last name is Benjamin. Mr. Benjamin, room three. And you guys all sort of separate out as they lead you into the rooms. And the foundation guy is just... Miss Monroe? Yeah. <laughs> he slides an end. He pulls a thing off of a clipboard and hands it in front of you. It's an NDA from uh, the school. That standard NDA the school gives out usually involving these incidents. Standard A. You, so it's like you can talk about it in the school but not outside the school? Pretty much. <clears throat> well, it's a good thing you work for the school newspaper. Mm-hmm. Please, Miss Monroe, don't make this any more difficult than it has to be. We're all very tired. It's standard. You know you should get more, but that's fine by me. Okay, so the rest of you, it's pretty simple. Uh, the foundation also asks the foundation people also ask you a couple questions. 
mostly it's just, okay, have you been hurt? Has anyone been directly exposed to that damn thing? Uh, very simple stuff, and they have you sign the NDA. So, um, a few hours afterwards, I'm assuming as you're, like, compiling something, Mary Susan actually does come up to you directly. And is like, so, I'd like to, like, talk to you about something, because I saw some weird shit today. Oh, hey. Sure. <laughs> Tell me more. So, <laughs> did he have a gun? <laughs> but yeah, uh, mostly Mary Susan doesn't really know a lot. Most of the stuff she says more or less correlates with what everyone else has told you. Though she does go on about Guy and how apparently he had a gun and just pulled it out and started shooting, which seems super weird for a student. Uh, and then he took her phone and whipped it into the portal for some reason. She has no idea why that might be. And now she's looking for Guy to try and get a refund for her phone. You've dealt with Mary Susan before. You know she tends to embellish details a lot. Though Rin is quick to come to her defense and go, No, no, she's, she's serious. Guy actually had a gun. Alright. Thank you for the information, Mary Sue. I'm sorry about your fault. <laughs> if you find Guy, let him know that I'm looking for him and that I like this, and it's only about $500, and I'm sure he'll be able to cover it because I know that he probably has money if he's coming to the Occult Star Academy. She goes on like this for a bit. I'm just slowly walking away. <laughs> Thank you, Mary Sue. I'll talk to you later. Love Di you. Goodbye. Disappearing into the bushes. <laughs> Homer Simpson style. Yes. So, a couple days go by. Uh, the headmaster himself has a big uh, a rally, like a big sort of student uh, assembly in one of the main halls. Basically discussing what happened. Don't worry, the situation's under control. Any rumors about a student that is armed are patently ridiculous. That stuff shouldn't be circulated. You just hear me go, hmm, from the back of the room. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it's mostly just kind of like, everything's fine, don't worry about it, it's in the hands of the Foundation, and go about your normal lives. And for a couple days, things pretty much do just go, more or less, according to your lives. Until you all receive an email, since you're all in the Advanced Wards course. Uh, the professor, a Miss Hadrasi, is offering an extra credit assignment. It has to be done on a Saturday, but it will allow you up to 10% of, uh, allow you to give an extra 10% to your current grade in uh, advanced wards, which is a pretty difficult course. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Guy, uh, you are being told that since Benji's accepted, they want you to keep an eye on him. Turns out the whole incident at the Wakeathon has kind of made a lot of the Foundation spooked about their uh, academic wunderkind doing something that they're not supposed to. <laughs> so you've more or less been uh, assigned to go to that and keep an eye on him. You will be given, uh, you will be assigned in the same group as him to ensure that possibility. Miss um, Monroe, you know that Miss Adrasi has the nickname, uh, due to the way that her name is spelled, of Mrs. Hardass. She is not the sort of person that gives out extra credit assignments. Almost never. So if she's doing this, there must be some pretty significant things happening for her to have wanted to do this. Suddenly, uh, something about this seems fishy. Mm -hmm. I want to be at the center of all this, and y'all seem to be at the center of all this. <laughs> yes. I mean, it can't mean, of course. Yeah. I'm, an almost <laughs> I'm just average fool. And <laughs> <laughs> had a gun at some point. Yeah. And uh, Jun and Kaiser, I'm assuming that you guys are kind of struggling in the course a little bit and maybe want something to boost your grade up to either keep you from falling into either academic uh, probation, in the case of Jun, or losing any cooking club uh, perks, in the case of Mr. Kaiser. All right. Mm -hmm. 
You see, Jun is very good at the practical application of, of advanced war. Like, has this weird knowledge about how to, like, deal with, like, warding areas to keep things from running away. <laughs> yeah. The written work, not so great. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and Troy, he might have been spending a little bit too much time studying, you know, the artful applications of a whisk for various, uh, you know, uses as opposed to actually doing his schoolwork. So, yes. Yeah. Alright, so the email basically says to meet in one of the auxiliary classrooms on the top floor, this time on a Saturday. Alright. How <clears throat> so, we can. Yeah. It's almost like Miss Adrasi really didn't want to do this, and if she's going to, by God, she's going to make it inconvenient for other people. Ugh. Miss Hardass. So yeah. My free time. <laughs> Alright, so... When will uh, I deal my drugs? <laughs> so, uh, who would show up first to this particular thing? To that point in time. Not me. Probably me. Alright. <clears throat> Benji's kind of a nerd. So, uh, Benji, when you enter into it, you're not actually the first person here. Oh. Uh, that honor actually goes to Fong Ho and Teresa May Corita Steiner, who you know as Fong Ho being the vice president of the student council, and uh, Teresa being the, you think, assistant to the disciplinary chair of the student council. But the both of them are fighting for the future position of president of the student council. Oh, most assuredly. Yeah. Oh, hey guys. Oh, I didn't know you were in this class. Oh, of course, you know, and this is Fong Ho speaking. Oh, of course, you know, trivial matters. Um, oh, Benji, you don't exactly seem like the sort of person that needs extra credit. Wards aren't really my strong suit. I'm more of an alchemy guy, you know. Mm, yes, of course, of course. physics, that sort of thing. This occult stuff I've never been very good at. Ah, well, don't worry. I'm sure you'll do fine. After all, you're the darling of occult art academy. Oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, so as you're waiting around, a few other people do show up. Um, Addison Waite, who is a member that you know is the captain of the basketball team, and that kind of doesn't surprise you, you know, being a person both with sport commitments and also someone that kind of is against the grain on, you know, matters of academia. Sure. But uh, the rest of you manage to file in in whichever order you find reasonably apparent. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty close to the starting time. Like, if it starts at 9, I'm going to be in at 8.58. Yeah, so when you arrive, a couple other people have also shown up. Uh, yeah. Vasily Ulyanov, who you know as a transfer student. He says he's from California, but he has a thick Russian accent. <laughs> he's also wearing, like, board shorts and a Hawaiian t-shirt with, like, sunglasses perched kind of on the edge of his nose. Surf's up, huh? Precisely. <laughs> Uh, and Guy Iwata, who you kind of know as really trying hard to be like Jun, but just not quite getting there. He has the whole rockabilly style. He's got the the two the, the comb with uh, the switchblade comb, and he's always like curling his hair back to the like, greased up pompadour. Yeah. But he also has never won a fight in his life, so you know there's only so much the image can go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Quite a crew, huh? Yeah. Uh, so eventually, I'm assuming. Jun and Guy show up. Alright. <clears throat> I show up second to last. Alright. Uh, when do you... Right after you. Alright, so when you show up, um... <laughs> so when you show up, not only do you see both the VP of the student council and the assistant disciplinary of the chair, uh, but also, who walks in the room, but Guy may have had a pistol, Zhao, strides into the room confident as a cucumber. Did you look and I see that, that Fong Ho is in here? Uh, <laughs> Fong Ho seems to regard everyone with kind of equal measures of, oh, this is 
surprising. <laughs> I'm reveling in the drama. <laughs> I sit in a place where I can see both Benji and Fong Ho. So judgy Fong Ho. I'm at the back corner of the room. Alright. Yeah. And with that, um, as you guys are kind of mingling about, Miss Hadrasi does enter the room. Uh, and Jun enters seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> Jun, how expected. Please sit down. So, uh, to give you an idea, Miss Hadrasi is a black woman with sort of short, curly uh, hair uh, and a kind of piercing gaze. The sort of thing that would, like, knock even someone like Jun in their tracks if she, like, you know, unleashed full power. <laughs> But she, and she very much also looks like she doesn't want to be here. Very sort of annoyed. She's like, okay. She sort of looks over the room. Well, some of you I expected to see here. Others, not so expected. But either way, thank you all for coming. As you know, this is a fairly rare opportunity, and I'm glad you took the chance to have to improve your standing in my class. However, because this is an extra credit assignment, I am expecting slightly more initiative from the usual things. If you were hoping to do this for an easy way to boost your mark, <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. For now, first, we have a matter of what your actual assignment will be. And she pulls out a stack of papers from her bag and she starts handing them out to people. Uh, this looks like a foundation research paper, actually. I want you to take a few minutes to read through this. This will form the basis of your assignment. So, you guys flip through it. Uh, what you all managed to kind of piece together is it turns out Dexter managed to save his own ass. In attempting to do his little experiment, Dexter may have inadvertently proven that you can summon magical energies from within their own dimension, rather than having to pull them from other dimensions, which most people assumed was the only way to get large amounts of excess energy. You know, beat entropy and all that jazz. So wait, Dexter managed to prove an arcane theory? Yes, by accident. But it probably is the thing that saved him from just getting his ass completely suspended. Or expelled. Expelled. Huh. Expelled. So it's you don't want to know what happens if someone gets expelled. <laughs> oh. You thought expelled was bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it seems that Dexter managed to alter a, stand, a sort of advanced ward spell so that rather than keeping magical energy out it concentrated it at a point, kind of working like a, a magical dream catcher. And in exchange for handing over all the notes that he had made on this research and all of his materials for use in that research, um, and as well helping out a few Foundation scientists with a few minor tasks, uh, he has been allowed to maintain an Occultar Academy, though he is currently under in-school suspension. What this means, however, is that Occultar Academy is now sitting on basically uncharted territory. No one's been able to really do this before. And as such, they're wondering, and as such, now you have a ton of different people trying to pull it in different directions. The Foundation obviously wants to research this to find out more about occult sciences and how they work. Uh, the Ark Zaibatsu Corporation is very interested in using this for things like power generation or self-sustaining magical reactions. And as such, they're kind of sort of stuck with this golden goose nobody really knows to do of. One thing that they have recommended to see is if this could be used to enhance the current uh, curriculum happening at a cultar. And this is what the paper basically details. The idea being that if students could be taught to harvest these magical energies, they could use them for enhancing alchemical reagents, they could be used for various scientific applications, the whole shebang. So having this to do, 
but they're going to need somebody to be guinea pigs to try out the initial coursework. And you suddenly all start realizing where this is going. Whoa. And around the time that everyone starts having this dawning realization, uh, Miss Adrasi goes, Ah, good. Well then, now that you're caught up, here is the assignment. And she hands out another piece of paper. On this is scrawled what looks to be a fairly typical ward. Not, no, like, you're not entirely, none of you are fairly certain about, like, what exactly it is, but it looks like a ward. That is a ward that is going to be put, oh, that is a ward. Your assignment will be using this research paper and materials you can find in the library to see if you can create something that can break that ward by harvesting magical energies. Particularly, the paper talks about creating entities, which seem to be magical constructs of sorts. This would be ideal, but I'm not holding my breath. You will be graded based both on the efficiency for which it is able to penetrate the ward, as well as general magic craft, how well your, how well your materials are prepared, your spells casted, and your... Mistakes contained. You have six hours in order to use uh, use whatever materials you can find in order to try to make it. I'm not expecting most of you to come close, but if you do, then there's hope for this school. Oh, and one other thing. This will be a group project, and the groups are going to be randomly assigned. Yeah. Ah, man, that sucks. Benji already knows what he wants to do. All right, so she goes over to a list of names, and she starts basically calling them out, assigning them either one or two. So, conveniently, all of you guys are on the same team. Wow. <laughs> With the other team consisting of Fong Ho, Guy, Guy Vasily, Addison, and Teresa. And then, pulling a almost comically large hourglass out of a drawer, she tips it over and says, Your time begins. And with that, you suddenly see uh, Fong quickly call everyone over into, like, a group huddle. Oh, boy. All right. I'll do the same thing, I guess. Okay. Um, all right. How much do any of you know about occult stuff? Casting spells? Wards? Weren't we... Someone was reading out of a temple book. Wasn't that you last night? Oh, you know, I picked some stuff up, but... Okay. I have an idea. A project that I wanted to do for a little while. Uh, and this seems perfectly suited for it. I want to make a homunculus. Ooh. Or like a golem, you know? Make like a clay body and then trap a spirit or something inside it. And this seems like kind of the perfect, I don't know, spell or whatever to do that with. Does it have to be clay? No. <laughs> Does it have to be like made out of like honey or something? Or I think that's something that we're going to have to find out. I've never tried this before. All right. So, as you guys are talking, uh, the other team sort of breaks from the huddle, and you don't exactly know what they were talking about, but everyone seems to fall in line behind Teresa, and Fong Ho sort of sits down and starts reading through the, like, the paper, more or less looking to gleam any sort of extra material, and they all sort of march out over. Hmm. All right. That's a good question. What does it need to be made out of? Maybe we'll start there. All right, well... If, if nobody else has any other ideas. If you want to do that, you're probably going to have to go to the library. <laughs> sure. And actually, sure enough, as you go to the library, you find that you are basically right on the heels of the other group. It's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Let's run past them. <laughs> Lock them out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so both of you go into the library. Um, Chet Wilson, Chet Wilson uh, one of the football players from Occultar, is sitting in there eating a sandwich for some reason. You're not entirely mm-hmm. sure. But, uh, yeah, you have both entered the library, and it seems that, uh, so Teresa goes over, she 
whispers something in Chet's ear, and he kind of nods. And then they sort of head around the corner, uh, sort of deeper into the like areas of the, li- of the library. So, you know, we could go to this library, or General point to an ominous, like, barred door with a bunch of warning signs. We could just go into the forbidden section. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, this is kind of like bleeding edge tech that we're dealing with. That's a good point. Can you just check the internet first? Sounds like something. I mean, we could try. I, I have my phone out. I don't think anyone's published on anything like this before. I look up, I look up on Oculus. Do I find anything? Uh, you find some YouTube videos about a guy injecting, like, spermatosa into an egg and, like, something coming out of it, but... Not, uh, not really. Yeah, let's go to the forbidden section. <laughs> oh, are you guys going into the forbidden section? I turn... I see chat. Possibly. Well, uh... If you're willing to slip me some cash, I'll make some noise if a librarian shows up. I'm already doing it for the other guys. Mm. Um, can I? You're already doing it for them. You're already gonna have. You're already gonna do it. Which means you've already been paid to do it. And I mean, Chet, you're a nice guy, right? You wouldn't make someone pay you to do something you're already doing, right? I mean, I guess, but if you want, you sneaking. Uh, that is a four. Oh my god. Woo! Uh, I'm gonna say... Yeah, you know, he's gonna say, like, yeah, I guess you're right. I just really want to have a sandwich. As he takes, like, a gigantic bite out of the sandwich he's currently eating. Oh, it's that easy to put five dollars on the table. <laughs> 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 yeah, pleasure doing business with you. Alright, let's go check out some... <laughs> some Realize, uh, Chet is wearing a football helmet. He's, like, doing this through the cage. Oh, he's it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the, the cage looks filthy with ingredients. Like a male fly the triangle. Like, uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, so like a subwoofer. The base on that sandwich. Yeah. All right. So, um, how are you guys going to get into the forbidden section of the library? Because it's not like you can just waltz in the front door. I'll try picking the lock. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, that's a uh, five. Okay. Well, that is enough. Um, yeah, it's almost like you've done this before or something like that. Mm. Pull out the key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're surprisingly quick. <laughs> right. yeah, you turn around, you see Jill like rearing back on the guitar. Yeah, and I'm already put. Works? Yeah, I, you look over to me, and I'm putting on a pair of brass knuckles. I just look at June, and I just shrug a bit, and then yeah, let you do your thing. Alright, let's go in. Alright. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, I make a big show of pulling out, like, two pins and, like, sticking them in, and then I grab it, and then just put the key in. <laughs> and I pull the pins, and I'm like, got it. They're fake pins so that you can actually slip the key in without having to pull them out. Yeah. There's actually two tension wrenches going in the opposite direction. Oh, y'all be like, what the fuck? Oh, no, you're, you gotta document this. Yeah. yeah. What a scoop! Clearly, you've never been on an adventure with Jin before. Yeah, no. Would a cop break into somewhere? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, when you have a key. <laughs> um, okay. Alright. You managed to go through. Uh, the Forbidden section is actually pretty well organized, so you go through. Uh, let's see. Hell, horrible, homunculi. There we go. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, the thing Wait, the problem. Wait, how was homunculi after horrible? <laughs> <laughs> because whoever organized the Forbidden section doesn't stay in it long. It's cursed, you see. Uh. Uh, so, reading through, the problem with this book is that it's based around outer science. So, to kind of, like, retro- you've got to kind of- you're going to have to think a bit to kind of, like, 
piece it back to the thing that you're trying to do. Sure, sure. That might be kind of tough because we only have six hours. Yeah. Hmm. It's not, actually, that's probably the, like, you realize pretty quickly that that's not the easiest thing in the world. It's mainly just figuring out the, like, symbols based off of the way they're described in the, uh, the paper you've been given. All right, well, why don't we take this book back to one of the tables and just try to... Can we just go check out the symbols when they carved into the ground? Whoa, whoa, that's a very good idea. (laughs) Huh. You mean back at where all of this began? So, one thing it does say is, uh, in order to kind of do this outer science, it gives you that you need you technically need three things. You can get away with only using two. Mm -hmm. So, the three things that you need, the first is a magical icon, which is basically the medium through which that you paint the summoning, or in this case the, they call it dream catcher uh, symbols on the ground uh, the second thing you need is some way to kind of reflect the magic back into the circle to keep it from basically spilling over breaching in the event of something going wrong. You conveniently remember that this was a skip that meant that uh, Dexter skipped. Fucking Dexter. Uh, so the book recommends something along the lines of iron filings. It also recommends things like uh, Blessed Salt, if you can find it. Basically just something that has nice anti-magical properties. You could even bake it into the homunculus body. Possibly. And then the third thing is an offering. It offers a few things, you know, blood, the human soul. In the case of something like a homunculi, however, the offering is the homunculi body. With the idea being that it is a suitable host. It also talks about, the book also talks about, um, the different sort of levels of things. Now, it's not exactly one-to-one, but it seems like whoever wrote the research paper kind of based it off of these summoning things from other dimensions. So they kind of fit together. Mm. The first level being anima, which is basically sort of loose magical energy that's kind of crammed together into a form. It's not very powerful, but it is the easiest to do, though you're not sure how... You haven't really taken a good look at the ward you've been given, whether or not that'll work. So you'll have to take a look into that. With them being lesser and then greater. With lesser being both slightly more definite form and also slightly more intelligent, with greater having an even more defined form and intelligence greater than that. The Since this is a forbidden section, it also goes into uh, levels that are not mentioned in the research paper, which uh, eh, maybe you could get into if you wanted. I think we should do the, the minor anima, since we don't actually know what we're doing. <clears throat> so the lesser category. Lesser. Okay. Okay. Weak. <laughs> um, Alright, well this isn't exactly the answer to our question But maybe we could just try stuff <laughs> And see if it works Alright, so you guys are going to So what? So having the information you guys have now What are you going to do? Hey Troy, does your uh, kitchen have any special salt? There is some That we've been saving for a special occasion This is pretty special 10% is pretty special mm. uh, I was also going to ask Making a body out of clay or whatever Is going to take some time do you have any gingerbread? <laughs> that is a definite possibility. So, what I will say, Troy, is that you actually know that the cooking club carries a large amount of coarse salt. It's not blessed, obviously, but... Uh, it is kosher. It is kosher, yes. Uh, see, because, you see, the cooking club not only has it for, you know, salting and spicing their foods, but they also sell it to the school at a premium when they need to de-ice stuff. Uh, there have been some janitors that have attempted to circumvent this process, and they've all had just tragic slipping accidents mm. on the brass knuckles, mm. repeatedly. Mm. Just a tragedy. 
Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. Okay, so, yeah, Troy's going to, yeah, just watch all of you. It seems as though there's something I can do to contribute to this project. What are the dimensions you need for the gingerbread man? It needs to be able to fit inside a summoning circle. I don't know. The summoning circle is approximately, like, it's pretty big. It's like six feet in If this goes wrong and this thing gets loose, we want to be able to catch it and... Then why a gingerbread man? <laughs> I'm saying don't make him too small, but also not too big. Mm. Why don't you just make it without legs? <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that seems cruel to put a soul in something, you know. Lesser something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. According to the paper, the, the lesser entities seem to have some intelligence, but it's about the level of a golden retriever. But it wants the body. It's gonna want whatever the body is, no, right? That's true. It's probably gonna want to get in the body if it sucks. Yeah. Maybe like dog size. Yeah. Smallish. Smallish. Gigantic gingerbread dog. But I also like this idea of checking out Alex's symbols that should still be etched into the concrete <laughs> uh, in that weird service hatch. So yeah. maybe we could split up and, and put mm. those things at the same Wait, time. Mm-hmm. Do we know any priests who need someone to bless the salt? I mean, there is a temple. There is a temple. Uh, you also know that if you need something like this done in a hurry, uh, give me a second here, uh, Kaya Shibuya is a practitioner of the Five Rings and kind of a, uh, like, sort of, you know, wunderkind at it. Uh, she might be able to help you, though obviously she might not want to do it for free, since blessing rituals take time. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a friend of mine. <laughs> I, I'd like to point out that in the, in the book, it says specifically that Kaya hates Tabli. <laughs> She's a friend. For, for fighting her style. Yes. Okay. She's a friend. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to, to make that clear. Okay. Um. while you go talk to Kaya. Mm. I don't know. You probably get along, right? I think I should probably go to the summoning circle. Oh, that's true. There's still monsters there. The, the, you know, in case there's monsters... There are still monsters there? I mean, worse. Foundation goons. Ugh. Yeah. Fair enough. Look. look uh, she'll, she'll, like, grab Benji's arm. Look, look at this. <laughs> look, look, look at this. How is he gonna get past anything? Hey, I got accolades, but that's fair. That's fair. Well, Can't throw trophies at demons, Benji. Why don't you three go check it out? I know Kavlin, you love hanging out with Kaya, but I don't know. It's up to you. I don't care. What are you going to do? I'm going to talk to Kaya. Okay. So maybe you two talk to Kaya. We'll go check out the place and, uh... And I shall make a suitable vessel. I love ginger bread. Make a man with ginger hair and ginger skin. Are you also going to ask, uh, for some salt? Of course. Okay. Bake the salt into the skin. You better be cool. You need that salt. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't bless the whole gingerbread man? Well, then how is it going to get in? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, let's start with uh, people checking out Summoning Circle. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, as expected, you do, like, you say, so you go through the shot glass again, uh, so the hatch is still open, and as you go down, you kind of hear the indistinct chatter of various, like, foundation researchers and people kind of milling about, so... Monsters of a certain variety. But, uh, yeah, so you enter into the chamber, and there's kind of two benefits here. One, uh, the summoning, uh, so they are still carved with stone, 
Uh, however, the summoning circle that uh, Dexter used has kind of been, like, wiped away. It's been, like, about a week since this incident happened, so it's kind of severely faded, but eh, maybe if you get creative, you can figure out a way to figure out what it is. Hmm. Okay. I think my priority would be to look at the symbols on the wall. All right. Because they're still there. Yep. So as you walk into the room, one of the, like, some of the Foundation people turns around and goes like, Hey, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. Um, actually, yes, I am. I'm going to walk up and I'm going to show him the assignment from Miss Hadrassi. Uh, okay. And say, yeah, we've been asked by a cultar to investigate this precise phenomenon. And if you have a problem with it, uh, Miss Hadrassi is the person you should talk to. All right. Are you going to... Uh, so you're going to have to either roll something or you're going to have to use one of your... Uh... I will say that you can use win prizes for this in school, since you're effectively calling in a favor for Miss Adrassi. Yeah, um, I guess I'll use flashy, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Roll flashy. Uh, oh, well, that's the worst possible <laughs> roll I could have gotten. Oh, boy. I, I would use a fate point yeah, to re-roll that. Or you could flip it and then it could be up to plus four. No, uh, I would use a fate point to re-roll that because right. there's no possible way it could get Literally any worse. Literally any worse. Well, it got better by a single point. Wow. <laughs> These dice are not on my side. Sorry, bud. So that is a... Let's see. I guess a, a, a total of plus two. Plus two. Uh, okay. So I'm going to say that is a failure. Okay. Uh, so you can either don't get what you want, or you can succeed at a, at a serious cost. Serious cost? What does that mean in game terms? Uh, it's not anything mechanical. It just means that I get to pull something later on that will be, you know, significantly dead. Hmm. Well, that sucks. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll choose to fail. Okay. I'm going to play it safe. So yeah, they go, what the... Okay, so one, how do I know you didn't just make this up on a word processor? And two, when has any teacher in a cultar specifically brought in students in order to investigate a problem? Okay, look, Benji, Benji, you're a good kid, so I'm going to give you this one opportunity to get out of here, all right? So while Benji has them completely distracted, okay, uh, Jun is going to, uh, is going to uh, strap her phone to the backside of her guitar... And just kind of hold it up and take pictures with it, like it's so. <laughs> like it's all right. Uh, I'm going to say that that has got to be flashy. Mm-hmm. How's that not sneaky? She's trying yeah. to do a sneaky thing. Because holding up a guitar like this is not sneaky. <laughs> yeah, but it's flashy while well, they can't see her. There are other people in the room. Yeah. All right. I'm going to spend a point on surprisingly deep. Okay. Just roll that. You've come up with a clever idea that isn't just punching it in the face. Uh, so that is a plus three. Plus three. Uh, okay, so you strap the phone in, you start taking pictures, and at first nobody seems to notice anything, and then you hear from over there, Hey, what's that girl doing with her guitar? <laughs> and all of a sudden the guy looks, Hey, stop that, stop that! And like, he tries like grabbing your guitar and like, bringing the phone down. So I'm going to say uh, there's a fade point up for grabs. Uh, because obviously this guy is getting in your grill. And this is not something that Jun abides by. <laughs> so there's a fade point if you rough him up a little bit, or you can give me a fade point to, you know, not rough up a member of the staff. No, give it to me. All right. <laughs> so what do you do in return to this man laying his hands on your axe? Well, Jun is going to uh, show why she's the Queen of Fighters. 
Ed lift him with the axe <laughs> and shake him off. Forceful. Alright, roll for it. Okay, so that is a plus four. Alright, so he's going to roll to defend. Give me a second, I just need to pull up the encounters list. It's not a forceful attack. <laughs> no, like, she's roughing him up a little bit, she's not, like, beating his head. Rattling his bones. <laughs> um, okay, so he's just rolling flat. <laughs> so, turns out, uh, so that's a minus two. <laughs> So, turns out, uh, years of doing research on the occult does not make me very thick. You don't even have to shake particularly hard. You just lean back, shake once, and he just falls off like like a kid trying to climb a rope in 10th grade. <laughs> alright, I'm gonna put my hand on Jim's shoulder. Alright, alright, it's time to go. We're getting out of here. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute! And you guys scurry back up to the uh, shaft. So, as you guys come up the top, um, you run into two people from the other group. Uh, it is uh, Addison and Guy, and they are going through the scrap bin of the uh, shop class and basically dumping a bunch of iron fillings into a bag. All right. Well, and like Addison's like, "Oh, hey, Chun. Hey, you uh, doing a thumbnail thing? Well, yeah, we're in the same extra credit course. Yeah, no. Hey, we make it big enough that it's actually a challenge when it goes wild and I have to fight it. Okay." Well, uh, please. Like, Fong Ho is going to let us get anything crazy done. Okay. Alright. But yeah. She can make through to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to engage. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, you going to compel an aspect? Yeah, create an aspect. She's competitive, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't know any of her aspects, but you can just one. try and add an aspect to her. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> gonna have gumdrop buttons and everything. Uh-huh. So many buttons. Yeah, so I'm trying to draw the angry face on I'm gonna use face. flashing. Okay. Uh so that's a plus three. Alright, so that does succeed. So I, I'm just gonna say, yeah, well, you know, we've got Troy making a uh, a pretty huge gingerbread man. It's gonna be pretty cool. And you know Troy, he's gonna get like all of those like little details. You never knew that someone could fill a bag angrily, but somehow Addison is doing it. And like so much so that guy is like it's starting to weigh guy down and he's like slowly collapsing out of the weight. Like, Addison, Addison, please, Addison <laughs> Oh I guess so, huh? Well we'll just have to see about that. <laughs> uh-huh. So what aspect did you give her? Competitive. No, I'm not goaded. Go, yes, goaded. <laughs> Alright, we should go back to the library and check out those photos. Mm-hmm. Well, you two. Yeah. yeah. Go talk to Kaya. Actually, uh, so yeah, we will do Kaya. So Kaya is pretty easy to find. Uh, basically, you just follow the sounds of uh, the weekends. Usually, you just have to follow the sounds of those sick beats at Dunwich Hall, which is the, the student dormitory. And sure enough, yeah, you come up to the door, beats is blurred. Yeah, 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 hold on a second. He opens the door, and Kaya's sitting there in sort of like uh, loose sweatpants and a hoodie, and she's like, Oh, Guy and Tavleen. Hey! <sighs> what do you two want? Um, we need you to bless some stuff. <laughs> so, no, no, no. 
before before you scoff, if you bless this stuff, Kathleen will do whatever you want. Actually, I already have a deal for you. Oh, really? You're going to stop copying my style? Oh, but the, you know, style is omnipresent. It, it's all good. You know those pictures I got of you? You want them deleted? Well, it depends. Uh, which pictures are they? Your lovely middle school pictures. The beautiful ones. The ones that make you look good. Alright, I'm gonna say you're gonna have to roll an overcome check. Alright. Sneaky, presumably. Sneaky, yeah. Okay. Or forceful or clever. Yeah. I'd say sneaky. This is pretty underhanded. Oh, yeah. Alright. So that would be. So that's. Oh, that's yeah. So the total is plus one. Yeah. So. Mm hmm. That's right. So the total is plus four. Oh, okay. Alright. Alright, uh... Yeah, so she sort of looks like a little under, but she's like... How exactly did you get those photos? I got my ways. I got my methods. But they will be deleted right in front of your very eyes. I will be even and peaceful forever and ever. What exactly do you need blessed? Just some salt. Okay, give me a minute and meet me up at the temple in. When do you have this salt? Um, we can get for you like 10 minutes. Fine, meet me at the temple in 10 minutes. Thank you. Don't think that the Kabuya Shibuya will forget about this. She slams the door in your guys' face. I yell into the door, kisses! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. I don't care, it worked out. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, I Call it a gun. Everything's great. <laughs> yep. All right. So Troy. So uh-huh. what do you? So when you go to the kitchen, yes. um, you realize that this might be slightly more difficult than you anticipated because uh, Marissa and the rest of the cooks are working on the Sunday brunch that the headmaster has with the staff. So they are whipping up some stuff, and that means the kitchen is pretty busy. Okay, Marissa. Mm-hmm. Um, I produce a list. I'm going to need access to these ingredients from one of the ovens. What is this? In, what is this for? School project. Extra credit. So Mar- project. So Marissa looks at this list, and she kind of like sort of ruminates on it for a bit. A cook comes up, offers a sauce, dips a pinky in it, tastes it. It's like more sugar, bit of rosemary. I sniff it. What she said. And then she looks and says, "Troy, how long have we known each other?" Some time. <laughs> and in that time, what have I ever done to treat you with such disrespect? <gasps> you come into my kitchen. Oh, the day! <laughs> <laughs> you come into my kitchen while we are making the brunch for the headmaster's brunch. And you demand this list of ingredients from me. Oh, after I've given you trade. After I've given you good work. You ask this of me, not as a friend. Not even as a fellow cook. But simply demand it. What have I done to deserve such disrespect from Marissa, you know full well that I intend to repay this. That you do, that you do. But now I am... I'm concerned, you see. I've turned into a 50-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aging rapidly as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly Marissa just morphs into Marlon Randos to wearing, like, the chef's outfit. Yeah. I suppose you will. But this is a tall order to ask, especially on this at this time. What would you have me do in repayment? There is a particular person. You are aware of one 
Oh, I think she calls herself. I am. She has, shall we say, fallen behind on certain <laughs> payments for sweets. You're gonna have to whack a fool. <laughs> I don't wish to see total harm to her. She's still a valuable customer, after all. But I do require you to send a message that the Culinary Club is not to be trifled with. Mm. Trifled with. Oh. Oh. I guess trifle works too. Trifle works too. You can yeah. have a trifle and then put it on a pillow. <laughs> 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 it's hot! <laughs> oh, it's delicious! Oh! I mean, no, trifle's cold, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's creamy, though. Yeah. yeah. The cream! It's everywhere! Oh, it's in my sheets! <laughs> Things will never come out. Now, I realize that you are working on this group project, so this is not something that you have to do immediately. But Sue is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Ask two of the line cooks over there. They'll prepare whatever you need. I can prepare it myself. All I need is a bit of space to work. As I said, ask the cooks. Mm-hmm. This shall not be forgotten, Marissa. Thank you. And Just I... Ba- <laughs> <laughs> Good. Bueno, bueno. <laughs> it shall be done. So, how much time do I have before... Uh, you've got about, I'm going to say at this point, four hours. Do I have enough time to go and, uh, you know, get O to, you know? Mmm, it would be tight. At this point, I assume we show up? Yes. Okay. Oh, I forgot it. Thank you. It's the kitchen, so I just push my way in, so... I mean, you push your way in, and then two very burly cooks begin to escort you out. That's enough, boys. I can handle this one. I put my sh- hand on Guy's shoulder and gently escort him out. Next time, simply knock. A uh, kitchen door? Yes. They swing. It's not knock, knock beside the door. I didn't realize you people were changing in here. Um, give me the salt. I, the salt will be provided. I quickly go back and take it out. However, something has come up. We need, in order for us to use the kitchen... We need to send a message to one Miss O. She is behind on her payments to the cooking club. Okay, salty sailor, I'm here as well. <laughs> My apologies. No words. <laughs> I didn't mean to disrespect by excluding you from the conversation. I'm very So I'm going to say that I am compelling <laughs> undercover cop. You cannot condone such flagrant behavior from the cooking club. But if you have to do so... You're probably going to tilt your hand a little bit that uh, you're not exactly Joe Q. Student. What if I don't do it? What if Tavleen does it? Well, Troy, do you think Tavleen could do it? I am two scoops ahead. (laughs) Well, would either of you have any sort of incriminating information on O? What do I know about O? Um, she's pretty antisocial. Uh, she's got a thing, like, against Hong Ho. Oh, her. Yeah. Uh, she does, doesn't she? She does. She, like, really fucking hates the guy. Huh. Uh, but other than that, she kind of keeps a lot to herself. You know that she's got a hell of a sweet tooth, which is probably what got her in this mess in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... Other than, like, rock candy under the table. (laughs) In the cafeteria. Tappy. Yeah. Like, tappy across the table. (laughs) Now... She cuts it out with a spoon. Pure sugar. <laughs> but yeah, you don't really know a lot about her. Hmm. Not unless you want to do some digging, basically. No, I, I know all I need to know. <laughs> you think uh, you can take this? Take care of this? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll uh, I'll get her. I'll get your money. 
What do you do? You people like simply <laughs> tell her that she needs to make payments to the culinary clubs. Okay, I thought maybe you like traded like cookies or something. No, we use literal currency. Okay. <laughs> As a briefcase of cash slides across the counter. Yeah, this is a legitimate business. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep. All right. What do you got on it? Look. I'm also in this. <laughs> Look. You you might have to do the tact here. I'm not great with people, mm-hmm. but she hates Fong Ho. Fong Ho is doing this project. Yeah. So we know so we know what Fong Ho wants. Mm-hmm. So if we can make her know what Fong Ho wants, she can do the opposite of what he wants, which okay. should make her happy. But we need her to pay up. So I don't know if you can use your magic, but we need her to give us the money. And our only bargaining chip right now is we know that she can, that's something that she could screw up for Fong Ho. Alright, alright. I will say, uh, specifically, didn't ask for, like, for you to get money out of her. It's just make sure that she understands her payments are due. That means we could just get the money. <laughs> see, see, as a cop, if, if I, I, I don't want to extort her, I want her to just pay the money that she owes. <laughs> The legitimate loan that she did. Yeah, I'm not extorting you. I'm just telling you that you're being extorted. I'm collecting money for the mafia. I'm not extorting people. It's very different and way more legal. But we're doing it on the positive end. Yeah. We're going to tell her some good news yeah. and get her to do her thing. Mm. It sounds like the two of you have this covered. We do. I'll go back inside and I'll get everything ready for the homunculus. So what I will say is during this time, I'm going... So the compelling for the undercover cop is... You realize that if you do get the money, you have an in to talk directly to Marissa. And if you're wearing a wire, you might be able to get some uh, interesting things out of her. But that, of course, is going to require you to, you know, not be as nonchalant as just a regular punk delinquent. So you will saw the fate points up in the air, and depending on whether you choose to go through those or not, you'll either pay me or I pay you. Okay. Well, once I'm in a position where I have to make that choice, I will make that choice. So I guess I'll go talk. I'll go get the stuff blessed, and Tevlin can go work on O. Makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Considering I'm, I'm, oh yeah. I assume that you're better at speaking to people than I am. Although we both have three sneaky, so. Hell, Tevlin also usually has more blackmail. <laughs> so do you have any moves that like specifically allow you to blackmail people? Uh, yeah, I'm basically all about blackmail. So. Great. Perfect. Mm, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Positive blackmail. Best kind of blackmail. <laughs> Right. I call it white male. <laughs> no, that's a terrible name. <laughs> so you go to the temple. <laughs> so you go to the temple. Uh, Kaya is there. She's still wearing the sweatpants and hoodie, but she's brought like a stick with various sort of charms on the end of it and a couple sort of like purification seals. And it's like, okay, put the thing in the circle. You're not going to thank me for getting rid of Tabloid. Honestly, if you didn't, I would have. So what's your what's your beef with her anyway? She keeps aping my style. I mean, yeah, obviously this, but I'm not really supposed to be out. I'm not really, you know, out and about. But I mean, look at this. And she starts showing you on her phone, like, just a bunch of what look to be, like, comparison shots of things she's worn. And Tavleen also wears... It's similar enough that it's not, like, that it's hard to just say, oh, it's a coincidence. Oh, really? Is that it? I mean... What do you mean, that's it? Sorry. <laughs> No, 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 no. What do you mean, that's it? And if you haven't noticed, I'm kind of a big deal in the school and abroad. I've got my reputation to think of as an artist. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I wouldn't understand that. I'm just a... I'm just a simple guy. 
I'm just a guy, young guy, Zed. Mm. <laughs> just a young, simple guy named Guy. Absolutely not a cop. <laughs> yeah, when fine, I... fine. Put Sorry, I did, I, I'm not used to. I'm really. I, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I'm really starstruck from being near a famous person. Could you could you do this? So she takes that, uh, she puts it in the middle of the circle, and she begins doing what seems like a traditional sort of like purification ritual, and then halfway through it, she starts breaking into what you can only assume is some sort of purification wrap. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. So this goes on. Uh, this actually, Wait, you're not going to rap for us? As the pastiest white guy in the room, <laughs> I refuse to do so. Mostly because I didn't actually bother to prepare a rap. If I had one, I would my name is Kat, and I'm here to say <laughs> you're about to be purified in a major way. <laughs> salt, 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 salt. Everybody! Bless, bless, bless. Alright, but yeah, but this is, it takes a while. You've got some time to kind of hang around and ruminate on things. Okay, so this is happening, where is this happening, sorry? This is happening at the temple. At the temple. Okay. Yeah. So in the meantime, uh, Troy, roll off to uh, make a ginger homunculus. Okay, um, I'm going with flashy for this. Okay. Because, yeah. Alright, that'll look red as heck. Okay, um, alright. So that is a one plus two, that's a plus three total. Okay. Um, and I'm going to spend a fate point and invoke baking calms me to add a plus two to the roll. Okay, so let's bring it up to plus five. Alright, so, uh, yeah, like, turns out when you don't actually have to worry about, like, like, the thing is, you realize pretty quickly that if this thing has to move, you can't really bake it, and yeah. because of that, that actually removes a significant amount of time for the preparation, because mm. you can kind of just slap the dough together. You yep. mostly have a lot of things where you're kind of, like, monopolize the mixers to make as much dough as possible. Yeah. Gonna be a raw gingerbread man. Mm-hmm. A slappy, flappy gingerbread man. <laughs> well, I mean, what's worse? The, the, the wiggly gingerbread man or a gingerbread man that like attempts to move and then its limbs immediately snap? No, no, I I actually know what I'm gonna do. You put pretzel in there for bones? I'm still gonna bake it, but I'm baking all of the limbs separately oh, and I'm going to use frosting to reinforce the joints. <laughs> Exactly, oh, yes. Uh, and um, there is a definite shape to this, because we want the homunculus to have a worthy vessel. It needs to be strong. It needs to be powerful. And so, for the model, Troy is going to use the most powerful thing he knows. Himself. <laughs> Are you just, like, lying in a pool? rolling around? No. Like, I have impressions. Um, but, yes, he's essentially making a miniature gingerbread version of Troy that's about four feet tall. Okay. Complete with a gingerbread coat, gingerbread apron, and gingerbread hat. Mm. And a very scowly little gingerbread face. <laughs> also, um, imitate life. Also, he's put uh, gumdrops on the hands to serve as knuckle dusters. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, um, Jun and Benji... You guys head back to the library to kind of... So you were researching what the runes are, or trying to figure out what it is? All right. So we can try and replicate it, I guess. Okay. So, um, luckily for... So, yeah. Uh, one of you guys is going to have to roll something to do some research. Um, okay. I guess I'll... I can roll clever. Uh, I assist to give you a plus one. All right. What, is, what does Jun do to assist? Uh, I mean, Jun's literate. She can still, like... <laughs> She can pull out books. Yeah, she can find books that say rune on them. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Oh, sure, sure. That's a plus four. Okay. Uh, you pull out some books on Rune. You pull out the uh, the sci-fi classic Rune. <laughs> I was going to say some books on RuneScape. <laughs> Historical documents. Man, the SMU Surrey Library actually has, like, strategy guides for some older games that you can, like, rent for their game design thing. Wow. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, so the ruins basically indicate a, so as you suspected, uh, plus four will be enough to say that you can figure out that the ruins basically act as kind of a magical gathering point, which is what you saw when they basically worked. So you think by replicating the ruins and kind of just replicating the inscription around the circle, along with adding some symbols to basically, you know, help refine the process, you could probably make something pretty good. And then you remember something, you still don't have the icon. Oh. Right, that's right. The magic icor. Yeah. Which is... To draw the actual summoning circle. Yes. Okay. Um, do you have any goo left on okay. it? So I have an idea for this. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to use my stunt. Um, uh, it's not actually on this sheet. It's on another sheet, but I told you about it. Um, when all you have is a guitar. Yes. So, I'm going to... Oh, God! <laughs> it's not what you think. Uh, Jin is going to just take a cloth and just rub it all over her guitar and then wring it out into a bottle <laughs> because of all of the uh, like weird magical crap that she's beating up with this guitar. Okay. Uh, roll forceful. You know what? That might just work. Uh, still plus three. All right. Um, all right. So that definitely counts as like the magical component. Like you, you wipe it off and you wring it into a bottle and yeah, like you are an alchemist, Benji. You can tell this shit is magically potent. <laughs> it's gonna do something. But it's not enough to make the whole circle. You're going to need to find some sort of filler agent in order to, you know, like, increase the amount of volume. Okay. Well, yeah, Jim just, like, hands you the bottle. Here. So you do the alchemy thing. So it's like, you have a concentrate? Like, yeah, concentrate, and you need something to dilute it. You know what? I think uh, this is perfect because I still have most of an alchemy lab back in my room. Alright. So I can probably go whip something up really quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys are heading over to the student dorms. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.